Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris. I'm here with Alan. Good afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to get to it. I was going to yeah. get to it. I just like saying good evening. Oh, well, it's nice. Yeah. Um, it, it just it has that sort of uh, ring of pageantry that I really like. Yeah. I yeah. prefer it in Spanish. Buenos noches. No, I don't like that. That's creepy. Why do you have to say it creepy like? <laughs> um, yeah, so good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. Uh, this is a podcast where we watch some wrestling and talk about the wrestling yeah. um, in my house. Yeah. Uh, it's raining outside and we've just sat on my sofa for uh, just under an hour, I guess. We skipped the adverts um, <laughs> and uh, watched a brand new TV wrestling show. Um, brand new in some ways, uh, not so new <laughs> no. in other ways. Um, World of Sports Wrestling, WOS, W-O-S, they call it a lot, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Um, on ITV. Yeah. Um, it w- is a return to British television of a new weekly series yeah. uh, for the first time for in, a bit. in a long time. Well, I don't like... I mean, everything has a season now, doesn't it? Yeah. And if you're not on... A major channel you don't exist no like five star no you can get you can get out eh? well they did get out didn't they yeah yeah did they, i don't even they just seem to that just seemed to fizzle out i don't I think i think they wasted away they caught a disease mm. possibly from the the most viral, viral man <laughs> yeah. will osprey um and i think yeah they just wasted away yeah it's a very sad story um so uh, i mean we talked a little bit about um, british wrestling on television uh, when we did uh, an episode covering the uh, early 2000s, very early 2000s series, uh, Transatlantic Wrestling Challenge recently. Yes. Uh, and uh, this, as I say, is a return to weekly serialised wrestling television programme in a familiar time slot to those who watched um, a lot of wrestling in the the past ish. Well, ish. Saturday afternoon. I mean, the wrestling used to be on at four, right? Um, and then it would lead into the the, uh, the classified football results yeah. as part of World of Sport. Yeah, hence the name. Um, one, there's no football on at the moment. No, no football's finished. Done yeah. now. Yeah, for another four years. Yep. Um, and two, there's no World of Sport. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's tea time. It's tea w- time fluff, isn't it? Tea time fluff. WOS wrestling. Yeah. Um, forget the past. This is the future of well, British wrestling. Well, don't forget all the past because no. it did kind of lean a bit on the pilot that they did. Yeah. Which aired just before we started doing this podcast. So we never really talked about it. And you, you just, you dropped a bombshell. I earlier. never watched it. You've never seen it? No. no. I watched it when it was actually on live. Right. I can't remember what I was doing. It just wasn't around. It was New Year's Day, wasn't it? Or was it New Year's Eve? I think think it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, I think it might have been New Year's Eve. Yeah. Where was I that year? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You were out having Um, fun, mate, like every New Year's Eve. Yeah, man, that's me. Yeah, get your £10 ticket to the pub. Yeah, yeah, just go down there. Yeah. Get, you know, uh, crack on with some birds. Yeah, got a band on tonight, mate. (laughs) That's me. covers. I love bands. Yeah. I love going to see bands. Yeah. 
Um, and I love birds. You like birds? Yeah, <laughs> birds and bands. That's and booze. Me. Birds, bands, booze and... Fags. Oh, yeah. It's not a bee though, is it? No. Okay, cool. Okay, should we talk about <laughs> World of Sport Wrestling? Yeah, okay. Uh, should we do our regular format? Where we do three yeah. things that we like and three things that we didn't like so much. I think we'd be doing it a disservice if we didn't. Would we be doing it a disservice or would we be giving it a bit of a reprieve that no, it doesn't deserve? it must have the love the graps, full, not my graps. Full treatment. service treatment. Yeah. Okay. So love the graps then. Yeah. Three love the graps. LTG. Yeah. Um, I think let's start with the obvious one. Yeah. Um, the big one. Um, we've already sort of mentioned it a bunch of times already. Um, but it is good to see British wrestling back on British TV in a fairly major way. Yeah. I mean, you've got to temper that with it's not what it was. No. Nope. Um, ITV Saturday Tea Time is not the juggernaut that it used to be. No. Um, however, ITV is still the second most popular channel. I think BBC probably still yeah. beats it out. Um, I mean, I think it kind of flip-flops back and forth yeah. depending on what's on. Um, so, I mean, it is big time. Um, and there are people in the business who have been chasing this for years. And a couple of them were involved in the show tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's been their raison d'etre. And there's been the whole thing. And it would actually be interesting to see because there have been a lot of people who, for this, is this is what they've been working towards. This is the first step towards wrestling coming back to what it was yeah um and now they've got it let's see what happens with see it. what they do but with it. it is you know there's been stuff on uh magazine shows uh good morning britain uh alex shane and socal vower were oh, on there right, right. um unfortunately alex shane did not punch out piers morgan Oh, well, he would have immediately become my favourite wrestler. Of all I feel time. like Alex Shane and Piers Morgan might be on the same page. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know loads about Alex Shane. I can tell you some stories. Yeah. I'll save them for the book or yeah. the Alex Shane podcast. Yeah. Yeah, the Alex, the Alex Shane show. Shane cast. Yeah. A sense of shame. Um, they've been in all the papers. Yeah. Um, a friend of the show, Mo Chatra, wrote a nice bit for The Mirror mm. um, about it. So it's, it's big time. And yeah. you would imagine that the people involved in this are going to see, hopefully, a reflection in that, in their bookings, um, maybe their well, price. Well, potentially. I feel like um, we're at a point where, this is a bit of an aside, but TV exposure is kind of means a little bit less at the moment hmm. because there's so much going around. Yeah. Like, it. it I, I mean, we'll get on to it, but this isn't... I this isn't a set of the very best British wrestlers no available because there's a whole other British wrestling TV show yeah. in the works um that will um debut in the next few months yeah. on the WWE network yeah that's kind of stolen there's kind a of lot stolen of the best a lot of the, available the hottest including some of the guys who were on, who were, who were on World of previously, Sport previously yeah. yeah um so I, I think like you know they've still got a, hustle for those bookings yeah it's not like there's loads and loads of people left after these guys that are gonna like be undercutting them yeah like i think you know who did we see a couple of people on this card that may or may not have actually wrestled but like people like kip sabian people yeah. like um cj banks yeah um People like, I mean, even Justin Sysom, who was a big part of this show, they're not working everywhere. No. Anyway, 
um, and they're not like super high profile at the moment. So it might pick up a little bit for them, but I don't think they're going to be able to put like a big tag on themselves. I mean, maybe for some shows that will work. Yeah. But for the shows that are doing serious business in the UK right now, or at least getting a lot of attention, they're not going to be super impressed by no. putting World of Sports Superstar. As an aside... Um, aside to my aside. Yeah, um, that was something that I, I kind of thought as I was watching the show, because the kind of the, the big companies um, in in England, certainly, Scotland's its own thing, um, are probably Progress and RevPro. Um, yeah. uh, the, certainly the higher profile well, with Fight Club kind of coming um, up and, behind them yeah. um, majority of this the, the people we saw on the show have not troubled those promotions uh, or if they have not for a while no um, so yeah it's, it's kind of a bit weird in that way but say you know there's, there's two things at play here one um, British wrestling is back on TV and yep. that's may, maybe hopefully a good thing for um, world of sport wrestling whatever that turns out to be yeah uh, but it is also a shop window for these guys and i hope that some of them um who are just lovely guys and, and it's rare to hear me say that about wrestlers because they're all shit <laughs> um uh lovely guys i hope that they can kind of turn it into yeah. into something yeah okay so should we go on to another one yeah another love the graps yeah go on then um well specifically um somebody being on on tv yeah um will osprey yeah, we've spoken about Will Ospreay yeah. before. Um, Will Ospreay is undoubtedly one of the top talents in the world. Yeah. Um, I think if you would sit down and make a list of, of the, the top 20 wrestlers, he'd certainly be in it. He may even trouble the top 10, you know, yeah. worldwide. I, I think, and I think there's an argument to put him even higher than that, yeah. like in, on, on a certain day. Yeah. Um, but most of his stuff um, has, has taken place... Uh, either on Progress Rev Pro in the UK, which is hot in its in its certain way, um, or for New Japan, yeah, um, which is again he's probably well known in Japan um, to a certain extent, um, but only to a certain kind of person worldwide. Um, and it was a joy to to see this because, as we said, some of the talent that they've been they've they're using on these shows are not. Um, the upper echelons um, of the notable British wrestling talent, but it was nice to see one of its absolute stars. Yeah, one of have the... such a platform. Yeah, I mean, Osprey is definitely one of the biggest British wrestling stars at the yeah. moment, which makes his the choice of opponent quite interesting in yeah. this one. Um, I don't know whether you want to talk about that now quickly or yeah, or I mean, talk about we, it later. We can do. Yeah, um, um, spoilers, obviously. Yeah, um, him, he fought. Davy Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. Um, originally announced as British Bulldog Jr. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit weird. I mean, I understand. Yeah. I, I completely understand um, why they're doing it. And and lost to him. Yeah. As well. Um, I think I, I, I think I enjoyed the match a little bit more than you did. Yeah. Um, because I think going into any match with um, Harry Smith, you're going to have, have your, your druthers. He wastes um, my time. Yeah. But um, I thought they had a. I think I think they had a perfectly good match. Um, but yeah, ultimately, uh, Bulldog Junior won. Yeah. Um, which is which is a weird decision, but kind of indicative of the nature of this show because there, there's a certain type of presentation, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a lot yeah. later on um, that they're going for. That means that 
somebody called British Bulldog Junior is automatically the bigger star than somebody who is slightly smaller than him. I mean, yeah. and only slightly, not yeah. not significantly smaller, um, and is known on the other side of the world, um, yeah. massively so, but still isn't you know considered part of the lineage of a household name yeah. not necessarily a household name in and of himself no no but david boy smith jr is you know if you if you are older than 33 yeah. <laughs> you might know who the british bulldog um was and um and and, and you'd easily be able to recognize him because he still looks like him yeah um it, you know you wouldn't be shocked to find out that was his son yeah but it was it, it's good to see osprey get this platform um i I don't know. I've not read spoilers for the rest of the series. No. Um, I would hope that they do more with him um, and focus on him a bit more and let him have some more of the matches that we know mm. um, can can thrill people. I look forward to seeing him use his signature move, the cheeky Fernando's kick. <laughs> there, they did call it that. Yeah. I wonder if that was a tie-in with Take Me Out. Yeah. It's either a tie-in with Take Me Out or a very um, uh, heavy-handed attempt to avoid any sort of copyright infringement well perhaps uh, they um because the show was sponsored by uh ice lolly.com yeah. i don't know what they do holidays i think it might be a holiday yeah. thing yeah. Um, perhaps they'd gone to nando's yeah. and said you know we've got the cheeky nando's kit we'll really play it up if you sponsor the show and nando's went no nah, you're right no not interested not interested mate so they said right Right, Fuck you then. we're not going to give you any free publicity. Yeah, it's the Fernandos. I mean, WWE now. can have as much free publicity as they want with all the people with WWE t-shirts in the yep. crowd, um, but not you. We're yeah. not going to call the move. I mean, I imagine that Nando's is is short for Fernando. Right. I mean, I guess it's so. Probably, but hey, Nando. I don't Nando. know. It's there might be a Portuguese name Nando. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, there is a Portuguese name Fernando, so. Yeah, but there also might be just the name Nando. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Well, you you get idiots calling their kids anything these days, don't you? Yeah. Did I ever tell you when I was in a branch of supermarket chain Sainsbury's? Yeah. And um, I um, I overheard this woman calling to her child. And it was, Tino! Tino, what are you doing? Come here, Tino! Tarantino, will you listen to me? (laughs) And I was just, I was shocked. I was taken aback. The breath left my body. <laughs> I I can I can equal that if not beat it mm. um, with three separate stories. Okay, well um, tell one of them. <laughs> well, one I heard someone shouting across the shopping centre: "Thierry, Chelsea!" Whoa! Well, um, I mean, that's there's a clash there. Isn't yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Um, I had someone come into my work um, to sign up uh, who had the name Tiananmen. Whoa, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, not Chinese um, at all. No. Um, and Maybe, look, the Beckhams famously named their child after the place that it right. was conceived. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've been to Tiananmen Square yeah. and there's a lot of security. But if you can, if you can do it, all yeah. power to you. I mean, she was about the age that she would have been born around that time. Right. So I just wondered if a dad had been watching telly and going, oh, look at that bloke getting crushed by a tank. Yeah. Nice name, though. Nice <laughs> name. Um, and the best one was I had somebody um, who came to uh, sign up and their child's name was Chardonnay, mm, um, yeah. which in itself 
is is nothing. I mean, I don't I don't particularly like it, but it, people have been called yeah, it. But it was spelled S H A R D O N A. Chardonna. Chardonna A. Ugh. All right, cool. Well, yeah. people are weird. Um, if you've named your child anything unusual, please get in touch. Yeah. Um, at, with a full list of excuses. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Osprey. We talked yeah. about that. Um, let's talk about one last Love the Graps. Okay. Um, and I think it was important that they did this for the first show of this series because whilst there was a pilot, it, you know, it's getting on for a year and a half old mm-hmm. now. We're over a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and that they did something with this show that sort of well, they did a lot of stuff with this show that kind of would draw in a first-time viewer, at least get them to watch from the start to the end, mm. um, and then set up things going forward. So, and it's something that I think we've talked about on shows before, and how like it can be quite important to have like a self-contained mm-hmm. show. So you're telling a story in that show that then can play out further down the line but if you were just to watch this show as a you know a new viewer you can take away something from this show that um you know tells one whole story so Mm -hmm. it started off with the uh reigning champion of wos wrestling grado um coming out and having a bit of a uh face off with um wos executive Stu bennett Mm. um (laughs) erstwhile bad news barrett um, and Bad News Barrett declaring that he's going to uh, have a match later tonight for the championship, defending it against the winner of this match, which was a five-way elimination match between Rampage, Brown, yeah. uh, Adam Maxted, uh, Love Island's Adam Maxted, Love Island's Adam Maxted, Shah Samuels, Justin Hammersizem, and Crater, <laughs> who was a big fat dude. Yeah. Um, and so that was going to set up the main event. It all went off, eventually ended up with um, Justin Sison being declared the winner of the match. But wait, no, there was a, um, it was, he'd won by count out, but the referee <laughs> had lost track, had lost track of who yeah. was left in the match. And Rampage Brown had managed to beat the count as well. So rather than finish the match, <laughs> they, they decided, yeah, you won. But he also could have won, so you're both going to fight um, Grado at the end of the show. Yeah, which they did. They had a three-way yeah. at the end of the show. And, and um, heavy on the spoilers, uh, yeah. Rampage Brown um, won. Yeah, so he's the now title. the world of sport yeah, so you did wrestling have that, champion. That self-contained bit, you, you had it it's set up at the start of the show. Yep. Um, Stu Bennett uh, doesn't like Grado, yep. doesn't think he's a worthy champion. Which so, is basically every authority figure in Grado yeah. ever. Um, so he brought out five big dudes to fight for the chance. The big dude that he wanted to win didn't get. Yeah. Although that wasn't explicitly stated. But um, Justin Sizem was the only babyface in that match. Um, and Stu Bennett is leaning towards the, the heel side. Um, so he put Rampage Brown back in and then Rampage Brown eventually... Yeah. won the match um so yeah so you got a story yeah there, um which is every wrestling show is somebody's first yeah um particularly this what yeah you and will you will get a lot of people who you know have, have not watched wrestling before um and i think honestly i think that's what this 
that's how this is best served um, as a wrestling show is for people that have not watched loads of wrestling before. Yeah. Um, I think it's set up in such a way that it's easy enough to sort of watch and get into. Mm. It looks like a lot of other TV shows. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's very accessible. Mm. But I think if you've, if you're very familiar with the way wrestling shows go, um, it can, like, if you, if, if an authority figure comes out and goes, yeah, you're going to defend and it's going to be against one of these five guys. It can feel a bit trite. Yeah. Like you've seen it all before. Yeah. But I mean, I, I do like that, um, that I think all wrestling shows should really tell their own story yeah. as well as advance kind of subplots. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we also got things like there's a tag tournament going on yeah. featuring all sorts of misfit tag teams. <laughs> like they they they... they so on this show, you had the team of Joe Hendry, uh, who I still don't really get what he's supposed to be. He's like a guy who's supposed to be an athletic wrestler um, who comes out to a funny song. I yeah. don't get it. Um, uh, teaming with Martin Kirby against probably the most established team in yeah. the whole tournament. Well, apparently they've been teaming for years, yeah, yeah. according to the commentary team. Um, uh, of Kip Sabian and Yeston Reese. Yeah. Um, who obviously have been setting the tag scene <laughs> of, of fire um, up and down the UK in, pre- in recent years. I don't, I don't know if you know, Chris, uh, they call Martin Kirby Mr. Bad Attitude. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that played itself out this yeah. evening as well, didn't it? Yeah. Um, he, uh, he walked out on his partner. Yeah, displayed um, said bad attitude. Yeah, um, but, you know, so that's two uh, makeshift teams. Yeah. Um, and they previewed um, the next round in the... Uh, uh, tag team championship tournament, yeah. um, which appeared to have the team of uh, Nathan Cruz and Adam Maxted yeah. against Doug Williams and H.T. Drake, was it? Yeah, we had to look him up. Yeah. We're not f- overly familiar with H.T. Drake, but they made him look really small. Against everyone else, yeah. yeah. Um, again, not two teams that I've seen Well, you know, the team everywhere. of Drake, Drake and Williams, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, I, I, what if they do exactly the same finish where H.T. Drake just walks out on Doug Williams? Yeah, they should do that every week. Yeah, be like a running joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they call H.T. Drake Mr. Bad Attitude. They call him Mr. Sour Attitude. <laughs> Mr. Poor dis- Misdemeanor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that they set that up, and also they they did a little next time on World of mm. Sport um, for the next show. Uh, which has a match for the WOS Women's Championship. Yeah, you know, women. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we go on to some of the not my grabs then? Yeah, and we'll go ki- on. We'll, Should we kick off um, with that? Yeah. Um, Where are the women? There were no women on this show. Well, there were, there were three women. There was um, well, SoCal Val, yeah. um, who was part of the commentary team. There was Rachel, who was the backstage interviewer. Who added little of interest? Yeah, and um, one of the camera assistants was a woman. Yes, yeah, they yeah, were the yeah. only three okay. visible women not yeah. in the crowd. There were lots of mums in the crowd. There yeah. were, yeah, um, including one sat next to a a very nonplussed young lad. When when Grado gave him his hat when he came out the start, this kid looked like Grado just... had shat him. <laughs> Maybe he did shit in his hat yeah. and then put it on the kid's head. Do you remember that um, that time at Fight Club where Jimmy Havoc vomited in someone's hat and then they they put it back on oh, their head? Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, that's they, what happened. That's what happened. Like they yeah. edited it out. Yeah, 
And the kid was like, really? Grado took it off, shit in it, yeah. and put it on the kid's head. And they were yeah. like, well, we're only going to be able to use part of that footage, I think. <laughs> um, but other than that, women, yeah, no, nowhere to be seen. No women wrestlers on the show. Which, I mean, if you're turning on this for the first time, you probably don't even think about it. No. Um, but, you know, if, if, if they're trying to play off... British wrestling is hot right now. It seems a little bit short-sighted to not acknowledge how good women's wrestling is in the yeah. UK. I mean, the pilot had a women's match on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, bravo. Um, but it, it showed a lot when they when they released a poster with the whole roster on it. Yeah. Um, and not only was everyone there overwhelmingly white... <laughs> Yeah. Um there were only five women yeah. and thirty odd men. Yeah. Um and I mean it's a thing. I'm not I'm not asking for five o'clock on a Saturday at ITV to be a bastion of intergender um no. showcasing the, the best of, of British women mm. against British men and um but you you just want a little bit more, don't you? And maybe we'll get it next week. I mean but I, having said that they've they've stuck them three of them in one match together yeah and there's not so they're doing a tag title tournament but the women's championship is just going to be three wrestlers against each other and whoever wins gets the championship by the looks of it yeah and there might be more to it than that but that's the way it looks um i think i think if i was going to make a prediction about this series so say it's, it's 10 episodes long i think so yeah yeah i think we might get five women's matches across the whole series mm, i think you might be asking for a lot then. yeah i okay yeah maybe not even that yeah um but i i, I think it's going to be overwhelmingly populated by muscular men yeah um and and do you know what like I'd I'd rather sometimes I'd rather they they just did that and not and didn't have women at all. Um, yeah, but that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Like either you do a show where it's just men, or you do a show where you're giving a decent amount of focus to the women. Yeah. Like you, I feel like if you're doing, uh, well, maybe let's move on because I think it kind of plays into the type of show that this is, and it's a type of show in British wrestling that it's okay. reflective of. Um, so another, not my graps, is kind of down to the whole presentation of this show. Yeah. And I think we'll, we'll get on to the actual sort of production aspects of right. it. But let's talk about the fact that it kind of represents a side of British wrestling that isn't necessarily what is making British wrestling popular right now. No. And that's not to say that that side isn't popular in its own right. I no. mean, this this show's heavily done by NGW. Yeah. Um, hence Alex Shane's there. Um, a lot of the, the, the roster are NGW. Yeah, a lot of the regular. Northwest guys. And, and they're doing, you know, four-figure crowds. Um, they've also got the Butlins contract. Um, so they're being seen by a lot of faces. Yeah. In its own right... Um, a, a ticket seller, um, their style of wrestling is is selling tickets. Mm. Um, but and, no, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say um, that style of wrestling is not the reason this show is on TV. No, no, and I think, I, I, as I say, like my my point is, 
those sort of shows that they, they don't have that sort of I really it sounds really lame to say, but like that sort of cool factor. No, no, I think you're right. That, it's that is attracting the likes of WWE. Um, and I think WWE probably understand this much better than whoever is mm-hmm. producing this show. Yeah. Because WWE have gone in a certain direction with their UK guys that they're choosing and they're presenting. Um and, you know, it's heavily sort of focused on the sort of talent that Progress are using. Um, because Progress, like them or don't like them, that's the hottest product in the UK right now. Yeah. At least in terms of, um, you know, selling tickets on a regular basis. I mean, they're doing they're doing Wembley Arena in two yeah, months' yeah. time. Um, and, uh, you, like, that's hard to deny. And they are much better, at, I mean, and they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination at presenting women's wrestling. No. Um, and I feel like, and and this is a massive generalization, and it's probably coming from a place of limited experience, mm-hmm. but I feel like some of that sort of more northern style in terms of NGW and the camp shows, yeah. they like the women's wrestling is still seen as a attraction. Something for the dads. Rather that, well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to sort of go too far down that line because, I mean, the women that they've got for this match next oh, week. Yeah, that's not putting down the women that they've got. But... Are, you know, you know the concept two, of it. two thirds of the match are the top women's wrestlers in the country right yeah. now um and it, it feels a little bit like um sort of now we put the now send the women out there yeah uh, send the midgets out yeah. like it is it, yeah. it is very much like we tick a little box put a woman on a poster might sell another bunch of tickets yeah um and and again maybe that's coming from a place of prejudice in my my eyes mm. but i mean we went to so we went to pcw yeah um a couple of months ago and there weren't loads of women on those shows no um and you know when we've been to like mega slam yeah there there might be a women's match i mean actually we had two um, matches well, with the women women's on. match lasted very but exactly yeah it didn't last long at all um, but then turned into a six person yeah so you know that the focus on women's wrestling isn't what it might be yeah. in other places. Um, but the presentation, um, it was kind of, it's it's kind of dated in a way. Um, it was very ITV. It was, um, but not even, I would say Ninja Warrior m- made it look, um, Ninja Warrior looks sophisticated by... By comparison. Yeah. Well, so this, the same production company that did this did a program recently that I, I in fact, I did watch a whole series of, All right. um, kind of through a semi-ironic um, lens um, called Revolution, right. which uh, featured uh, competing um, athletes, they weren't athletes, <laughs> in the field of uh, skateboarding, BMXing and rollerblading. Right. Um, so kind of like a shitty off-brand X Games right? Yeah. Um, on ITV. Uh, and it looked very similar to this yeah. in terms of how it was lit. There's lots of reds and blues and purples, like light in the whole arena in the graphics. Um, and it looked I mean, this was a big problem of mine. It looked like it had been shot by people who had no idea what they were shooting. Oh, definitely. Um, I've, I turned to you at one point and said that 
I think this is shot as the wrestling is part of a show that features wrestling. Yeah. That isn't necessarily about wrestling. So if you've seen Glow, yeah. Um, I mean, even Glow's filmed better than this, but it's that kind of thing. So the wrestling was going on while something else was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like uh, when Big Van Vader was on Boy Meets World. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And, and yeah, the, the editing was pretty bad. Yeah. Like, it, it was very... It's lots of quick cuts. Um, lo- like, lots of little things getting missed. Um, and that's a, that's a frustrating thing, because I think it... I think it, it shows a lack of understanding of like the whole like the bigger picture performance mm. of wrestling and and it's it, it a lot of these guys aren't tv regulars no um you, you always sort of see i mean they i remember when um it was a big thing when finn balor first came yeah. up to nxt and how they put so much focus on him learning how to wrestle for tv mm. Um, and that's a big thing that WWE focuses on. Yeah. Um, it's why you won't see loads of people go straight on to TV mm. um, that have been, like made their names on the indie scene, yeah. as it were. Um, and, you know, so you've got a bunch of guys that don't... They don't know where the hard cam is. No. And then you've got a crew that doesn't know how to shoot wrestling. Yeah. So it, it kind of all feels a little bit disjointed. Yeah. The sound was weird as well. Um there were a couple of times when I couldn't make out what the chants were. No. I, I could hear that the crowd were chanting something, um, but it wasn't distinct. The, the The mix was really weird. And also when, um, apart from Joe Hendry, um, who came out to his own theme song, mm. when people came out, you were aware that there was music playing, um, but what was well, it? They were talking the... Yeah. Commentators were talking right, and, over and the it. crowd was was um, the the indistinct crowd was mic'd up. Yeah, so it was just kind of a, a mess of noise. Uh, I that that particular thing I didn't mind so much because they obviously weren't using um, sort of recognisable themes, and and they managed to sort of edit it in such a way that as soon as the theme hit, the person came out. So there was no like hearing a th- like sometimes this happens mm. and i'm sure that fans of progress are probably having this issue yeah. right now where there's still this insistence that the music plays for 15 seconds and then the wrestler comes out and if you don't know what that music is you're completely wasting your time yeah but this is tv there's ways around that i mean the first thing to say is that there's no reason why um you would imagine it's big budget it's big-ish budget Saturday Tea Time ITV um, that they shouldn't have had a suite of of themes written for this show um, because entrances are a massive thing of, about wrestling um, you take anyone to see a wrestling show who's never been to a wrestling show before like a WWE show oh yeah they'll certainly, talk about entrances certainly with live yeah certainly um, with live shows I don't think it matters so much with TV. Um, I think it's still a thing, you know. Um, when the Wrestle Kingdom every year, that that's a thing. WrestleMania, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you know, spectacular yeah, yeah. entrances but is a thing not, about wrestling. But that's not what this is. It's um, a studio TV but show. Ag- again, that whole thing of oh, who's this coming out? You're in a TV studio. You have it. But no, this is sight, no. But that's my point. Know, I don't think we had is. that issue. I don't yeah. think we did have that well, issue. No, but I think 
they but then we also the, didn't get entrances. They had the music hit yeah. and the people came straight out. Yeah. And they were on the stage for a minute so that everybody could see who it was. They had their names on the screens. The commentators were talking about them straight away. So I didn't feel like there was ever a point where like you're going like, who's this? Who are you? Yeah. Like, I feel like that, that in, in terms of the production, I think that was one of the things that they kind of got. I don't want to say got right because I think there's a better way to do yeah. it. But in terms of the limitation that they had, because they were never going to be using recognizable themes. Um, and also it's not a hot crowd really. No. Um, like I think they did what they could with that. Yeah. Um, but let's talk lastly about, I mean, the commentary or at least yeah. one particular element. Well, of we'll the throw team. the others in there with them. Um, well, yeah. I didn't have any major problems with everybody else. Yeah. Um, Stu Bennett, yeah, uh, is the Not My Graps number three. Now, Stu Bennett, um, as you said before, was Bad News Barrett mm-hmm. um, in uh, WWE. Um, a fairly big name, yeah. You know, certainly one of the the bigger names um, from the last few years, um, up there with your Nevilles and your Pages. Yeah, one of the um, more successful yeah. British wrestlers, and um, and they the alluded US. to that. Yeah, when he came out, well, they referred to him as a British wrestling legend, which yeah. I would uh, argue against. Yeah, um, but didn't go into it any further. No, um, I, I don't know why you couldn't talk about it. It's a sports show. Could you talk about? I mean, yeah. th- there's the whole thing of do you acknowledge that other wrestling exists? Yeah. Um, but if if your if that other wrestling happens to be WWE. Then of course you acknowledge that it exists. Yeah, it, it's you know a, that's I mean? always been a weird one, hasn't it? Because it sometimes seen as a bit classless to do it. Yeah, um, and also a bit second rate. Yeah, but the the thing is that they were trading on that, um, and they assumed that people would know who he was. Yeah, um, without explaining who he was. Yeah, um, but the the issue I had with that was that. If you're not going to explicitly trade off who he was, um, it doesn't matter who he was. Yeah. Um, and so if it doesn't matter, get someone better. Because he was just an ill fit for it. I didn't buy his character. I don't know why he was grumpy and, and hated Grado. That was never really properly and explained. It, and it was I can't incon- sell this show abroad. It was inconsistent as well. Yeah. Because, um, because he joined the commentary team. Yeah, and there were bits where he praised Grado's wrestling uh, in that main event, which was a, a bit odd. Um, his voice is really weird. His voice works in WWE because you're not hearing English voices. No. You're hearing American accents, you're hearing Bulgarians, and uh, that kind of weird, slightly northern, slightly um, well, I, received I... pronunciation... I kind of put it in the same lineage of uh, uh, Alan Partridge, um, Matt Berry, um, Peter Serafinovich. Yeah. Um, like it's this, it's this kind of. What are you saying? Over the top enunciation, um, and it doesn't feel like a real person's voice. No. Um, and and, he, and when you're surrounded by other English people talking in normal English voices, or Scottish, accents, or Scottish, yeah. yeah. Um, it just seemed really weird. Yeah. It, it, he feels like a cartoon character. And, I mean, it's probably worth noting as well that he's the authority figure um, yeah. in 2018. 
I know wrestling still insists on having these characters, yeah. but you know, I I feel like those people can be like seen but not heard. Yeah. Um, if you want to have an authority, it can be a, a, a hidden figure, but that's by the by because we're never going to get away yeah. from that at this point. So yeah. So he, he joined the commentary team. Yeah. Threw a few things in. Uh, one point asked it, it was that an exploder suplex it wasn't it was Stuart. a one-man spanish fly yeah um it was not an exploder suplex yeah. um you didn't have a massive problem with the the rest of the commentary um socal val was there, there. yeah she added a few lines yeah ogled the men at one point yeah which, she did brilliant yeah. thanks yeah. for that mm-hmm. i can't wait for next week um to hear alex shane go yeah, almost Four. definitely going to happen when B Priestley um, comes out. Yeah, um, and then there was Alex Shane, who, I, I mean... <sighs> Alex Shane's kind of like been an ever-present in these sort of peripheral um, TV wrestling projects mm. um, that have kind of bubbled under, uh, heavily involved in NGW mm. uh, and sort of the work that they've done. I know that they do have... A sort of TV presence in the northwest. Um, At least they did. I don't know if they they still do. I remember going up to visit my mum and it yeah. being on some weird Liverpool channel. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, sort of them now in the last couple of years branching out to the camp shows. Yeah. Um. So he he's obviously ambitious in certain regards. Yeah. And, um, and do you know what? On the pilot, as a as a color commentator. I thought he worked well. Mm. JR was awful on it. Yeah. Um as the the play by play, but I thought Alex worked well as the color man. Yeah. Whereas I, I I don't buy him as a a play by play. Um he didn't hold the story together. Um it's weird though, isn't it? Like this this doesn't feel like a proper wrestling show. So no. does it really matter how much yeah. you know how how much knowledge or I mean it made me yearn for, for Ben Shepherd and has. Chris Kamara really. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be great. Like yeah. them just laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, we we've just picked a whole load of stuff apart. Yeah. Um, and that won't matter to the majority of people watching this show. Um, the the overwhelming majority of people watching this show um will not watch much wrestling at all. Um, so they they won't care. Um. If if they do watch WWE, they'll watch this and they'll think, well, it's not WWE, is it? But it's still wrestling on my telly. I don't care. There are other people who will watch it and be like, well, you know, this is our chance. Let's just overlook the deficiencies and, and um, concentrate on the positives. There's only this small group of us who are hardcore wrestling fans who watch a lot of wrestling for whom these things are issues. And yeah. it's worth it's worth saying that. Oh definitely. Um, you know, in a similar way to how we've talked about like things like Mega Slam yeah. in the past, is that the this show serves as a like a very important role in that it will introduce wrestling to a whole bunch of people that haven't seen lots mm. of wrestling. Um and I know that sounds incredibly patronizing, but I think that's where this has its most value yeah because it's not a show for the hardcore wrestling fans it's just not you you had you had an athletic match in the osprey match you had a bunch of other serviceable um wrestling on the show you had an absolutely terrible dive from justin sizem in that opener where i thought he might have died (laughs) um 
you had crater yeah you had constant reminders that um you know these are trained athletes uh, after yeah. every commercial break which is fine but it kind of as i say as a um you know a uh, regular wrestling viewer yeah. it kind of feels a little bit like um teaching you to suck eggs yeah um but it is a valuable outlet for these guys to get seen Mm. as we mentioned before, but also for people to see British wrestling and see that there is more out there than um, than, than what WWE is presenting. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things that are kind of a wider discussion that come from this, um, which we won't do today because you know, Good. we've already gone 45 minutes. Um, but I think there is now an onus on some people to ensure that their shows, even if they're not on ITV, um, tea time at 5pm, even if they're only in a, a leisure centre in front of 30 people, um, meet a certain standard. Right, yeah. Um, because British wrestling has a standard now, rightly or wrongly. It's mm. it's what people will see on tea time on ITV. Um, and if you want to sell tickets off the back of that, which every promoter will, um, then you, you have to make sure that you have a certain standard. Your guys need to be in, in good gear. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean... I would worry about that to some extent because I don't know whether the presentation of this plays into the strengths of the British wrestling scene. Well, that's a, because yeah. there's a lot of big guys on this show. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think we should be going back to a time when um, the wrestling audience is being conditioned to expect big guys no. all the time. No. Um, I think that's potentially dangerous to some extent. But you can you can present to yourself well no matter your body you can, type yeah um the the second thing is is there and i'll i'll throw this open maybe to the the listeners um rather than ask you mm-hmm. um is there a potential for any damage to come from the show to the hot british wrestling scene well as i sort of alluded to there like the expectation of mm. of a certain body type yeah because uh, i i we, we we didn't actually touch on this but um the first five, the opening five way featured the biggest guys on the show. Yeah. Um, but you also had focus on people like Joe Hendry and Yeston Reese, mm-hmm. who are who are bigger guys. Yeah. Um, and Davy Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. Uh, another bigger fella. Um, and and those were the guys that got a lot more of the sort of uh, attention from mm. the commentary team. Um, somebody like Kip Sabian was kind of played down yeah. as a, you know, he might look like he's in a boy band, but he's actually very good at this. Yeah. Um, and Martin Kirby didn't even get in the ring. Um, so I would worry about that. I, mm. I, I don't think that's a great sort of um, place to sort of set, set your stall in, yeah. terms, of, in terms of British wrestling. Um, I think... You know, I I don't think there's I don't think there's loads of bad that sort of comes from no. this. Um, I think like fans like us might get frustrated with it because we're still waiting for like a late night wrestling TV show yeah. that reflects what we go and see week in week out. I still think, I mean, I I know that I, I always got the feeling that ICW are angling for something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a hope that something was going to come of the BBC coverage that they got. Yeah. Um, and I think that would have been perfect if they'd have caught lightning in a bottle at that time to present like a weekly late night TV 
wrestling show. Sort of in the vein of things like, I don't know, like The Word or, you know, those sort of... I can see that working. Yeah, those sort of shows where it felt like, I mean, even something like TFI Friday. A bit anarchic. Yeah, like, you know, where you're tuning in late night. It might even be like after you get home from the pub on a Friday night. Who knows what could happen? Um, And we don't get, there's not really lots of TV like that these days. Um, And uh, that that's... I think that's kind of a, that would be a really good way to present British wrestling yeah. on TV. My my kind of thought was that if you you tell someone you, you're into wrestling, yeah, um, usually it'll be oh like like Big Daddy um, or like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I got that actually at this um, barbecue yeah. I went to yesterday. Um, and enough time has passed since those that you can say, oh no, no wrestling's wrestling's cool now. Yeah, yeah. It happens in like rock venues and yeah. stuff, um, but I, I just wonder if oh I'm really into dressing oh like that one we saw on Tea Time yeah, on like ITV that one that's not quite gladiators yeah yeah so it's just a bit like that but let us know let us know yeah. on the Facebook group yeah I'd be interested to see what people think I don't think anybody's really sort of talked about it too much on there which isn't a great sign in terms of the no, type of people thread, that are watching so it. Pile in if you if you watched it. Yeah. Also people were out of shows. Yeah, That's well fine. exactly, yeah. So um so um yeah, I hope people enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed watching it enough. I like I'll watch the next one. Um, I don't know if I will. No? No. Well, I think it was an easy watch. Yeah. And that that goes a long way with me these days. Yeah. Um I'm still way behind on G one and part of that is it's a lot like yeah. and and it's not like it's not a difficult watch but sometimes when you have to sit through a match between evil and togi makabe you're like don't have to mate no well i know i don't have to do anything no but you know I, when you i didn't when you're trying to what excuse me i know do you know what i tried to skip to the end of that match yeah and so i skipped forward the, about the amount of time yeah already in the next match yeah i was like okay right, right. Fair enough. um you know sometimes like Whilst you might get lots of entertaining wrestling, it feels like some of it's just superfluous. And I didn't feel like that on this show. I didn't feel like anything was just on there making up the numbers. So yeah. I'll give them some credit there. Yeah. Anyway, let us know what you think. Um, I mean, I don't really care, but it might be fun <laughs> to have a conversation about it. Uh, and uh, we'll be back at some point. don't know. Well, it's it's next, a busy, busy yeah, few weeks. Next weekend, I'm going to Riptide. You're not. No, that's true. Um, so no show there, but we'll try and maybe do something. We might. Um, week yeah. after that, back at Eve. That's right, First yeah. time since Queendom. Yeah, yeah. Um, so looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but it is now middle of the afternoon. Um, just go away and go to bed. <laughs> Bye. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun But the hills that we climbed were the seasons out of time All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun But the world that we need were the starfish on the beach